What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw podcast with my man, Vince Russo. How are you, my man? I'm all right. How are you, doctor? I'm doing I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm doing fantastic, man. How was your Easter? Nice. How about you, man? It was great. The weather Very was nice. fantastic here in the sea bus area. Um, and it was great. Church was great. Good. Good uh, for you. I uh, had some good brunch and uh, uh, took my, of course, my family out, my sister-in-law, um, then hung out, rested, and hung out with some family in the evening, man. It was fun. Good. Nice, day. man. Great. Very nice. Awesome. Well, sharp turn, uh, something that wasn't uh, the best. Uh, <laughs> I love the random bounties from Vince Russo. I, I, I love it. Just, Bro, with, with three weeks, with three weeks after Mania, and this is awful. I, I predicted this. I, I said, I said, where, where are they possibly going to go after Mania, yes. man? Bro, Vince is so desperate, so desperate. He is going so against the grain of what he would be doing. And he's riding Cody Rhodes, which I can't, I can't believe. When I when I say riding Cody Rhodes, bro, when you got Cody Rhodes opening up the show in a 15-minute segment, yes. when you've got Cody Rhodes in the main event uh and he's not losing, he's riding Cody Rhodes. And I'll be honest with you, bro. That to me is 100% desperation because Cody Rhodes is not going to draw a fan other than those who are already watching. Yeah. And I just, I, I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is, bro. But I was very concerned about, okay, where, where do we go after mania guys? What, what do you got in the pipeline? And yep. this is it, I guess. This is it Vince. Uh, as we as we go through the matches, uh, let's get some some interaction from the SK Nation. Where are you from? Where are you uh, chatting from? Where are you here in the chat from? Shout out your uh, particular uh, city and states or country. We have a lot of people from different countries as well. So shout out to the SK Nation. All right, let's jump right into the uh, before we jump into it. Uh, I'll say this again at the end. Uh, if you are listening to this, um, um, uh, leave a positive uh, comment, leave a, a like. Matter of fact, like it now, like it now. Let's boost up those algorithms because it might be some, might be some people just scrolling, looking for a post raw interview, and they uh, keep those likes up. And they'll bump the algorithm and they'll jump here, and that can be some first timers. So. Uh, before we get into the matches, uh, let's just have some fun with with these here because this is much more fun than the matches. Uh, we got Sydney, Australia. We got Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We got Chicago. We got Omos, Nigeria. Very nice. Pittsburgh, PA. We've got uh, Toronto. We've got Amish Country, Pennsylvania. We've got uh, Virginia, Wisconsin, New York City, Staten Island, New Orleans, Steubenville, Ohio. Oh, nice Ohio, fellow Ohioan. We've got another Youngstown, Minot, North Dakota, Honolulu, Dallas, Texas, Knoxville, Tennessee, Dayton, Ohio. Very nice, Vince. We've got 
Very We've got nice. fans all over the globe watching the Legion of Raw events. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Indeed. All right, let's go into uh, Seth Rollins cutting an in-ring promo. That was the start of the show. Uh, Cody Rose comes out and agrees to face opponent of Rollins choosing. Uh, Vince, I saw this and I said, okay, so this is yet another talking segment from Cody Rhodes. How much of this are we going to get from Cody? Bro, I got to tell you, this was a very long talking segment. And, bro, I could not believe this. During a good portion of this promo, bro, Cody's back is to the hard camera. Yeah. It's like, bro, that's like really like, like that's, that's, you learned that the first day on the job. Yes. And I was like, bro, like seriously. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, Vince had to be throwing a fit in the back, you know, bro. But, but again, it's a 15 minute segment with a whole lot of nothing other than I'm going to pick a surprise apart. It took you 15 minutes to say that, bro. It literally took you 15 minutes to set up the main event with one sentence. Do you think that we are going to get a, a early case of oversaturation of Cody talking? Absolutely. What happened to the element of mystique here? Absolutely, bro. It's going to get old. It's going to get old quick, bro. And yes. I think it already is getting old quick. I, I really believe that. Um, And yeah. like I said, man, Vince is going to the Cody well, because think about it. Let, let's be honest, Chris. If he didn't have the Cody well right now, what would be opening up the show? Who, who's opening up the show? What, 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 what's opening up the show? What's the so main I event? Think, I think that they're trying to make, from, from what I understand, that the two top baby faces right now is, um, uh, is Lashley and Cody. They're going to make them the, the two top baby faces. So... Probably something related to Bobby Lashley, right? Bro, I'm telling you, man, people people don't want to listen. It's the same Cody Rhodes dressing to the nines in his suit, carrying himself and speaking like he's smarter than everybody else. Bro, does Cody forget who his dad was? What, what was Dusty, bro? Dusty was the common man. That's yes, why everybody loved Dusty's. Like you say, Chris, son of a plumber baby. Cody yeah. goes out there with his suits. The way he talks, he talks like he's got this level of intelligence and everybody else. Bro, that ain't going to go over. Look what happened. That's what happened at AEW. And I told everybody that, bro. I told everybody as soon as they put the cameras in his house, I yep. said, nobody is going to like this guy. You yep. got the newness now of him going over to AEW, coming from AEW. Bro, it's going to wear off real, real quick. Yeah. And for some reason, I think they are popping on the return. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just... I don't see this lasting for a long time as far as this moment, you know what I mean? This, 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 this sappy moment for, for, for coding the fans. I think they're not really doing anything that make us keep sinking our teeth in his baby face run. It's just a bunch of long segments every week. 
And it's just, you know, eventually I think that's going to dry up real fast. Unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Uh, next we have uh, Naomi and uh, Sasha. Like Banks I said, bro, the them. only thing that could have saved this, I, I, and we talked about it, Chris, the only thing that could have saved this was straight away to Reigns. That was the only thing. Bro, you're going through Owens and Rollins. Who did yeah. he beat last week, bro? Who did he, what, What's your bro? Did he beat he last week? Miz. Nobody yeah. cares. Like, zero. Nobody cares. If he would have went straight away at Roman, and, bro, maybe the Ro- maybe Reigns throws the Usos at him one by one. Like, Reigns is doing everything to avoid the match. But but Owens and Seth and Miz, nobody cares. Yep. Yes, indeed. Naomi and Sasha Banks uh, defeats Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. So we saw this turn coming from a mile away. Um, the Naomi and Sasha Banks win. I just, Vince, explain to me how you would have booked this turn. These turns are so contrived and just lackluster and anticlimactic. What, whatever happened to the art of the turn, Vince? Well, especially, bro, when we go back, it's so confusing because when we go back, Nikki Cross turned on Rhea Ripley. So at that point, just a month ago, Ripley was the babyface. And now for no reason whatsoever, now Ripley Ripley is doing the turn. Bro, there's no pattern. There's no rhyme or reason. What, what, what about Rhea Ripley just saying to Liv Morgan, you know what? You're costing me money, man. Every time I lose a match, you're costing me money. No, nothing personal. What, what, what about that? But to have her be turned on, only to have her turn on somebody a, mu- a week later. And again, bro, against people that don't matter. No, yeah. Nobody cares about Lib. We care more about Gigi than we care about Lib. Nobody cares about Liv Morgan. It means yeah. nothing, bro. Nothing. And the reasoning for, for Ripley's turn is uh, where were you? She kept saying, where were you? Yeah, I mean, it's like, what? Like, <laughs> this, this is going to make you go to the dark side and turn on Liv Morgan. Now, look, like you said, if it was just, if she was just like, you know what? This just ain't working out. We're just going to have to cut it. No, but she started beating her up because she was out in the ring. She was, she was getting beat up by the opponents and she wasn't, she got like Rhea was the one who got pinned though. She got mad that she got pinned and Liv Morgan wasn't there to break the pin. I mean, what, what is the reasoning behind where were you? I don't, I don't, bro. I told you, I told you, I don't try to figure it out anymore. I can't, I can't think on their wavelength. I can't, it's impossible. Like, bro, I got to ask you another question. It might be too early to call for Joey. Bro, why is Sasha Banks crying after a victory? <laughs> can, can someone, like, what, what are you crying? I don't understand. What are you crying about? What are we doing here? This was, a, this was a regular tag team match, and she's crying after they won. Yeah. What? And, and so a, a standalone 
So, so it, it does seem like Rhea Ripley is going to go the edge route. You think, or is this going to be a standalone? Oh, listen, part? I was saying it when I was doing my watch along. The the woman is a beast. The woman is a bit why she's got to go with Edge and Damian Priest. I have no idea other than they don't know how to book her. The woman is a beast, bro. You've got to make her stand out. Yeah. I just don't think that there's much shelf life with her as like a top heel. How they book people, everything's so 50-50. Yeah. I just don't I just see like if she keeps the whole the entrance, if she like, if the, the music stays, if the entrance stays, I don't see anything different than her heel turn when she came up, when she was caught up and she beat Oscar, she was a heel. So I, I, I don't understand. It didn't work then, and how's it going to work now? And so I think she, I think they're going to put her with, uh, with Edge, with Edge. And I, again, I don't see how that's going to help propel her career, though. Maybe he'll let her sit in the big chair. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. I think that's I, it right there. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next, we have uh, Cyan Deville cutting a promo. She gets interrupted by Bianca Belair. Vince, when I saw this, when I saw this uh, segment, I said, okay, pause. So, Sasha, so 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 Bianca Belair gets attacked last week from behind. So Sonya Deville's in the middle of the ring. So Bianca, she says, "Hmm, let me come up, let me come out in high heels to restrict my mobility, and I'm going to come out in heels, and I'm going to walk to you and just." Stand there and start talking. Chris, you hit, you, you hit the nail on the head. She was attacked from behind last week. What this should have been was Sonya Deville's music and entrance, literally three steps down the ramp, Bianca beyond, from behind, boom, it's on. You go to commercial break hot. If yep. somebody attacks you from behind, bro, you're not going to wait in the back in the gorilla position for her to call you out. Then I'm going to take my sweet time to the ring. Then I'm going to stand there to listen what you have to say to me after you jump me from behind yeah. last week. Yeah, but bro, this is what we talk about all the time, man, not being true to the characters. This is where Bianca Belair has to say, yeah, but she attacked me from behind last week. This is what I would do. You can't go along with the game plan if it's going to make you look weak. And yes. that makes her look weak. Yeah, Peter said he was thinking the same thing. He says amen to you as well. So, yeah, you know, I just and bro, I got to tell you. I I swear, man. I I you know, I don't know if she. I've never seen her sleeveless before. The guns on Bianca Belair, like I was like, oh my god. I mean, and that's what I'm talking about, bro. Somebody that jacked. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill you for jumping me from behind last mm -hmm. week. I mean, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. She could probably I... take a husband. <laughs> hey. 
I'm sure they spar and they train together. So, I'm, oh my I'm god, sure what, a, what a what uh, a what a physical specimen, bro! My yeah. gosh, she can definitely hold her own. It, it, yes. it appears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but instead we got to see her come up and come up and look at Sasha. I mean, like you, it's like you you attacked me last week, a week ago. We're at a bar event, you and I, and I'm just like, huh. All right, let me make sure that the bar is safe. Make sure no one comes in and is trying to cause trouble. And you're behind me, and you just you get me from behind. And then the following week, I know exactly where you're going to be at. I come up in some very – I come up in like some sandals. You know what I mean? It's like the, that restricts my mobility. I come up to you in the spot that I knew you were going to be at a week later. And instead of getting my comeuppance or going straight at you, I just start talking to you. You and know, I, Chris, I swear to God, even if if I would have missed something, the talent would would have said so. Like, no problem. Like, they they remembered what happened last week. So even if Vince Russo forgot, they would see. You know, Austin would say Vince last week. You know, oh yeah, you're. I don't. Where is the miscommunication? Yeah. Is it miscommunication or is it a fear of Vince McMahon? Well, I, I, it's one of the two. But but they got to speak up, bro. They have yeah. to speak up. Just didn't make sense. Uh, and then what? Like and then, bro, here. they did the same thing again. They did this. Oh, we're gonna yeah. have a match. But not for you people in Buffalo. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna wait next week when we're in her hometown. Why yeah. do you do that, bro? Why do you do that? Just really bad cliffhangers, Vince. I mean, that's what that's really what it is. Just really, really bad cliffhangers. Oh, bro, you talk about cliffhangers. We we've got Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan to the ring is the next cliffhanger and he's wrestling a jobber and that's the cliffhanger that is the cliffhanger bro i'm coming back to see ver mahan wrestle a jobber yes bro, are you kidding me like geez. yes <laughs> I, I mean who who writes a show like this bro who does yeah. this Yes, it was it was the almighty Jeff Brooks. You, you never heard of Jeff Brooks, former oh, uh, former champ, former Buffalo uh, heavyweight uh, wrestling federation world <laughs> champion. <laughs> oh, what are they doing, man? What are they yeah. doing? Yeah, I just you, uh, sports Kita posted a uh, pretty cool pic on their uh, uh, on Facebook. Uh, they showed like like an old school old pick of Veer Mahan uh when when he was playing baseball compared to what he looks oh, like really now. yeah it's crazy um sports kita has like the best um graphics uh yeah. just and bro, I want to make something perfectly clear again before I get attacked uh I I have no issue with Veer Mahan at all. No yeah. issue, bro. It's it's the booking and the writing. It's it's I don't have an issue with him. I already put over yeah. his hair. Yeah, I mean his hair is incredible. I mean like there you really can't you can't go wrong with with Veer Mahan's hair. Uh here you go. Here is uh You see that? Oh my god, that's the same guy? Yeah. 
Holy baseball playing crap. Veer turned transformed into current Veer Mahan. Wow, that's something else, man. That's yeah. something, man. Yeah, very, very interesting. So, uh, you know, he's been putting in the work in the gym, clearly, man. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. And he was chubby too when uh when he was with um gender. Uh you know, he, he is a little beefy, you know. Yeah. And uh so man, he's he's been he's been putting in some work. So, you know, yeah. kudos to Veer, man. Kudos yep. to Veer. Um next we have uh Bianca Bell Air. Oh, oh, so we did that KL show. Um Ezekiel takes a lot of well, bef so before that we had the before that we had the scene with the dollar fine in the back. Don't oh, don't yeah. forget that, yeah. Jim, bro. Yeah. But yeah. all right, go ahead. KO, yeah. Abel, yeah. and Ezekiel, the lie detector gimmick. Yes, yes, the lie detector. This was this was a segment that you were looking forward uh to the most, Vince. Um and hold on. Yeah, this is the one you were looking forward to the most. Uh, because you love this gimmick, you love the fact that Kevin Owens uh, is making the decision to somehow be so entrenched, and whether Ezekiel is Elias or he's really Ezekiel. So he takes lie detector tests with Chad Gable being the moderator, uh, the facilitator, and somehow he's telling the truth, and that transitions over to Ezekiel. Uh, having a match against Chad Gable. This leads into a disqualification because Otis comes in. So does this transition the feud from uh, Ezekiel and Kevin Owens to Ezekiel and Alpha Academy? Is this, was this a, just a transition of a feud in this segment, or do we still for, for, see Kevin Owens? First of all, uh, man, Owens was dying on the vine out there. Uh, he he was trying to make this segment funny and it was not funny and it got to the point that it was really 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 dragging on i kind of i kind of felt bad for him yeah but yeah bro we've gone from you know owens um you know accusing him of lying and now we've transitioned i guess to the alpha cat i guess i yeah. mean seems like it's some type of transition yeah i guess so uh, next, we have uh, the Tree Profits defeating RK Bro. So somehow they're supposed to get this at a unification match between RK Bro and the Usos. And you're having the Street Profits beat RK Bro because of a fake entrance from the Usos. Is this the best way you could have booked this unification match by having Usos fake? coming out and the street profits somehow factoring themselves into this feud here you know again chris it just has to go down it, it has to really come down to the we're getting closer and closer and closer to showtime and we're running out of time just do this I'm telling you that 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 that's my only explanation because what do you do here bro it's a false entrance, so you make you make RK Bro look like the two biggest morons in the world. Okay, yep, yeah. we're we're idiots. We're stupid. We're gonna take all the attention off the match at hand because we heard the Usos. Oh, who does that, bro? Like who does that? 
where where does the street profits factor in now since they won? I guess they get first crack at the titles. I guess. Hmm. I have no idea, bro. No idea. So. Yep. Edge and Damian Priest cuts a segment. Vince, this is the floor is yours on this. I I, I don't understand. I don't understand this. I don't well, we got the big chair. Yes. Uh, we got we got the blue light. Um. <laughs> That's that's that was my takeaway. The big chair and the blue light, bro. I mean, that's that's my takeaway. <laughs> we need to do. We need to have a karaoke called "Big Chairs and Blue Lights." Big chairs and blue lights, <laughs> bro. Didn't we have well, this same? Didn't we have this same character in Alistair Black about like six months ago? What, what was this? Not did. the same exact character. We did. I uh, see what that led, um, but so so Damian Priest is over because he's a like a flunky right now, like he's a lackey, like he's a he's a sidekick. Is that like is that why he's over? And like Edge was like, oh, he didn't have a match at WrestleMania, and so because he didn't have a WrestleMania match, he's gonna he's gonna uh, join the what'd you call it, the Blue, Blue Day Chair. Order. Blue was it blue chair? What is blue, it? Blue the blue chair order. <laughs> Bro, listen, he, Chris. Here, here's what we're doing. This is what we're doing. You said it earlier. 50-50 booking. Yes. After a while, the 50-50 booking means nothing for both parties involved. Mm -hmm. So when we realize it means nothing and nobody cares, we put them in the next thing. And then in the next thing, we do 50-50 booking. And, oh, nobody cares about this either. Let's put that. Do we need to go through the roster of every single person that, that, that they've done this with? Do we need to do that? We can if you want. Because essentially what's going to happen, Vince, is that AJ is going to beat Priest to, to get the edge. I mean, so Priest isn't going to be over from this. He's just playing like a, a Buddy Murphy-style right. lackey. You know right. what I mean? So it, it's not, he, he's not getting older. Uh, he's not getting over for this. Uh, next we have the, uh, so, so AJ Styles cuts a promo. Um, somehow he's just always in the most inopportune uh, spaces and he gets jumped by the blue chair world order, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you got, man? What does he, what is this? Why do why do I care about AJ Styles getting jumped and saying ah, just like doing his <laughs> doing his darndest to sell some random arm injury that he gets slammed this in a, a drawer? This, Chris, Chris, listen. What is this? This is the worst show on television. What, what what's worse than this show? Like seriously, what, what's a what's a show that's worse than this show currently on TV? Raw Underground. Oh, you said currently. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, every night, Chris, every night I fall asleep to the blacklist, right? Mm -hmm. And, bro, every night when I fall asleep, when I start watching it again, I got to figure out where I fell asleep because I don't want to miss a minute. 
Yeah. I can't get through this show fast enough, bro. I, I, I'm up to on my I'm up to like times ten, and it's still too slow <laughs> to get me through this show. I can't get through this show fast enough, bro. Yeah, I'm always doing something. Vince, Come bro. on, guys, always. please. Yeah. This is this is pathetic. This this is pathetic. This yeah. is what Cody Rhodes wanted to jump ship for. Yeah. This. It has to and be. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't even get to the wedding yet. Oh. <laughs> oh and I, th- I think Vince McMahon forgot that we haven't seen him and Austin together in like the last six weeks. Did, did he yeah. forget that, bro? He like, forgot. There was a- of course. <laughs> like, yes. what is he doing out there? We haven't seen him for the last six weeks. He gets mumbles, mumbles ends. He. Uh, Theory loses to Pat McAfee. Vince gets upset about that. He says, well, let me go in. Let me let me show you. And he beats Pat McAfee. And Theory doesn't look very strong at WrestleMania. Just for him to lose against a Finn Balor who's been constantly losing. Bro, what did this time? Bro, let, let me break this down for you which is, I can't believe I'm saying this. This Finn Balor title reign actually brought him down a few notches. Oh, yeah. It, what, it sure what? did. It, bro, sure no guy. How, do how does a guy win a title and then diminish yeah. his value? How does that happen, bro? It was horrible. It was horrible. And there was some momentum there because I was actually there uh, <clears throat> when he won the title, when he won the uh, U.S. championship. And the place went pretty pretty bananas uh when finn balor won won the title people were just waiting for him to have some type of like finally he's he's done something because he's been booked so horribly over the past two years and so he finally wins the u.s championship and i mean the next week like he he's he loses consecutive weeks after that you know and continues to lose like you said i mean i agree i it's brought him down a few pegs since yes. when, like, who, who, like, how do you win a championship, a prestigious championship that's been around since what 75, I believe. And so you have a, a, a prestigious championship that's nearly 50 years old. And that causes you to go down a few pegs from your current status, which was already very low. I Bro, just, think of any, think of any, any former intercontinental champion. Can you imagine Randy Savage after he won the IC title? We're going to beat Randy five out of the next six. Like, can you think of any intercontinental title? Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett when he was the intercontinental champion. I don't understand (laughs) how you want your titles to have so much prestige. Uh and you have the champions actually look worse than before yeah. they won yeah. the title. I mean, how I don't do you understand. even do that? How do you yeah. even how do you do that, bro? Doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Uh, next, we have uh, the um, so theory. Yes, yeah, so theory celebrates with a bunch of wrestlers. All of a sudden, uh, um, a, a Commander Aziz and Apollo Cruz are heels again. <laughs> So, so they were during all boss, they were baby faces, and all of a sudden they're like, Listen, I don't care 
you, you so I can get some TV time if I hold up, you know, Austin there. I'm in. I'm in. Let, <laughs> let me be a part of that segment. I, I want to yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, it just it just seems really desperate. And and it's like, man, you 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 have those talent in the ring that ha- that that have potential, like especially like a like a uh, uh, Apollo Cruz, and he's just back behind theory, like oh, okay, I'm just out here, you know, I, 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 either here or catering. So at least I get to be on TV. And think about and now, this man comes out. Yeah, and think about that too. Okay, so who 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 does Austin or not theory? Who does theory have a program with now that we care about? Who Dominic? Who who, no. who, who, who who's he who's he have a program with now? Who probably Ray? Probably Ray, who didn't help us? Who who didn't come out to help his son? By the way, right. And not only that, Do, Dominic doesn't seek revenge after getting his rear end kicked. Yeah, he's not, he's not going anywhere near Via Mahan again. I think they, I think they wrote him off because of that. I, th- I think that was a way to write him off. I don't think, I don't think Vince has a lot of uh, uh, interest in Dominic anymore, and that was probably a way to probably br- bring him back in the training or probably debut him on NXT or something like that. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't see Vince having a lot of trust him anymore, Vince. Oh. What we do trust is Dylan with the $5 super chat. Vince has the current state of wrestling ruin your love for wrestling after growing up watching guys like Macho Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 1,000 per. I'm embarrassed. I- I'm, I'm embarrassed by the wrestling industry today, guys. It- it's an embarrassment to me, but both companies. It- it- it's a total, total, total embarrassment. That's a shoot. That's mm-hmm. that's a shoot. It's an embarrassment. And not only that, bro, I, I think it's an embarrassment. It's more an, of, of an embarrassment to the guys that paved the way. I mean, bro, I was watching a documentary this morning, uh, Chris. I was watching a little jo- documentary on, on Big John Studd, like who died at 47 years old, yeah. by the way. Like all these greats that really built something. You know, bro, when they said WrestleMania, if you remember early on, Chris, I don't know how old you are for the early WrestleManias. But, bro, the tagline was WrestleMania, what the world is watching. What the world is watching. They were, the world was watching, bro. Like that was an absolute shoot. The world was watching wrestling Thanks to these guys and what, what the it, world is watching. Yes. Yes. And what it, what it has turned in today. It, it's embarrassing, man. It's absolutely embarrassing. I agree, man. Um, I've been watching wrestling for 36 or so years now. Uh, I watched, started watching wrestling when I was a little kid, little, little bitty kid. And, um, you know, mid '80s was when I started watching it. Around the Horseman time, around the first WrestleMania Horseman time, I was a little little bitty kid, and I've seen just 35 plus years of wrestling. And I, you know, as a journalist, I watched wrestling even before my time. You know, I was watching '70s AWA and and even you know '60s wrestling before then. And so I've watched a good six 60 years uh of wrestling and 
even though a lot of the 60s wrestling was very carny, you know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, there were still characters that were being developed at that time. Vince. Mm-hmm. And I don't see uh, that. That is the thing to me. Being a wrestling, you know, historian in, in, in many senses and being a journalist and watching wrestling, you know, for six, 60 years of wrestling that, that I know about. I just, I mean, even before, you know, uh, Gene Kaniski and, you know what I mean? And then Toots Mott, you know what I mean? And, and a whole bunch of characters, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, before the sixties. And so it's just characters, 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 characters. That's what got me into watching and got, that's what, that was my buy-in for pro wrestling. And now it's just, it's just the pop fest fence. That that's my thing. It's just the big old pop fest. Yeah. And then people get tired of the pop. I was just watching, uh, what was it? Battle of the Belts, I believe, AEW's last thing. And Sammy Guevara is just starting to get booed now. You know, it's like you're spending all of that time breaking your back and, and, and you know, being a move away from paralyzing yourself. And all that for the fans to just crap on you now yeah. they're like eh. and bro i i you know it's funny that you point him out because i was watching uh rampage a couple of weeks ago and in the court you know bro it, it's funny to me everybody talks about oh you know you know vince russo did this and did that and it was x-rated and this and that okay bro in the course of a two-minute promo sammy guavaro said the word S-H-I-T, twice, twice, bro, twice. And then he, the, the last thing he said was, you know, B-I-T-C-H in a very, in a very rude way. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm watching this from home and it's like he's doing this to come across as being cool and having an edge, but it's coming across the, it's coming across the complete opposite way because you see him purposely cursing. You see him doing it on purpose. Not that somebody got him so riled up. No, bro. He's doing it on purpose to be cool thinking that's going to get over. No, bro, because people are seeing the same thing I'm seeing. You're forcing it, and people can see right through that. But, Chris, they don't understand the psychology. They don't understand their their own audience. They don't understand, bro. Yeah. Sad to see, too, because it just, it seemed like Gravara was full was foolproof you know what i mean it, it seems like he was foolproof when it comes to getting over with the fans <clears throat> and it's just it goes back to the you're not booking a character the fans are tired of the pops if you're not giving them the pops they're tired of you and now you have this you know uh, now you're doing healer stuff because you're like you know uh playing tongue hockey with a hot Brazilian chick, you know what I mean? With Ty Conti, your girlfriend. And it's like, uh, the fans won't like that because they want, <laughs> they want to be in your role. So people are booing you now, which yeah, I mean, bro, that's be, not a because, because, to do. Bro, you can't let the tail wag the dog. And that's, that's exactly right. what's happened here because, right. you know, bro, they wanted the spot fest. 
So, okay, bro, we're going to give him the spot fest and we're going to keep up in the ante. Okay, bro, and we've said this a million times. Okay, bro, what are you going to do when they've seen everything? Exactly. Now they're bored with you. They're, we've seen it, bro. We're, now what? Now, yep. now I'm going to go out there and I'm going to curse? Yeah, it's right. Exactly. <laughs> bro, eventually, <laughs> we kept saying this, eventually they're going to have seen everything that's why you need characters and stories chris because characters and stories can always be different you can only come up with so many moves bro Yep. Characters, bro, how, how many years have they been making movies and television shows with different characters and storylines? That goes on forever. Yep. In wrestling, bro, you can only do so many moves, and after you do them all, they're bored with it, bro. What's next? And that's where you are, bro. That's yep. where you are. I swear like to God. I, Go ahead. I, no, Chris, I was watching a match the other day. I could not believe it. I, I know, I know uh Daniel Bryant's neck injury, ne- his history. I know his history. So then he's in there against one of these best friends guys, the b- best friends, whatever his name is, Tutsmond. And, <laughs> and, and, and the announcers you know, ladies and gentlemen. The, the announcers say that Tootsmond also had neck surgery. Chris, I can't. So now we've got two guys in the ring who have had neck surgery. Yes. Chris, they must have threw each other on their heads 10 times. And I'm sitting in my house saying, are you are you guys literally out of your freaking minds, bro? Yeah. You've both had neck surgery. You're taking bumps on your neck and bumps yeah. on your head and bumps on the, the ring apron. Oh, my God, bro. Yes. Unbelievable, man. Yes. Uh, da- uh, Brian Danielson and Tootsman, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
Vince, the the floor is yours on this one, man. I, I, well, I'm gonna steal a dog. I'm gonna steal a line from my good friend Brian James, a road dog. Okay. And it's gonna. I'm 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 saying this line for my good friend Archery. Okay. Bless his heart. That's what Road Dog would say. Bless his heart because he tried, bro. He really, really, really tried. He did but, a really good job trying yeah, to uh, yes. calm the crowd after all the what chants and. He all, really, know. really tried so hard, but Chris. Bad comedy is just bad comedy, man. Yeah, you, you, and bro, bad comedy is so easy. It's it, there's a fine line, bro. And when you do not have professional comedy writers, bro, you're just gonna get something that's really stupid. And yeah. this was just really. I mean, Chris, can you explain to me why Tamina kept switching out the partner? Like, what was I, – I, I, can you explain to me what that was supposed to be? A desperate attempt to uh, prolong a segment because um, this segment was already way too long. After the first minute, it was, it was, a, it was too, a minute too long. And just – trying to get reactions from the crowd and getting boos and getting cheers at different times. And it just, it, it all led back to the same two people marrying each other. So I, that's why I, it wasn't, it wasn't any plot twists. It wasn't any turns. It was just wasted time only for this to be a 24 seven segment for Dana Brooke to once again be uh, be champ again. Chris, th- this whole thing and the build to this whole thing was all about somebody thinking it would be funny to get covers wearing wedding dresses. That That's what this yeah. whole thing was. Oh, bro, it'll be hysterical if they're covering each other. Then we could have Tazawa go up her wedding dress. That's what this was all about. Somebody thought, and probably Vince McMahon, that it would be hysterical to have them come off the top rope in a wedding dress. That's what this massive waste of my time over the last four weeks has been. That's it. Yeah, and I, and this this seems like the uh, I'm sure you know you know who Sherry Lewis is former uh, the the really awesome ventriloquist uh oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah so this is like you know oh, lamb, chop. Uh, lamb chop lamb chop yeah yeah did you ever so see her toots mon puppet did you ever see that act i, I did see toots i did see toots <laughs> mon puppet. It, was, it was really good yeah, no, good old good old lamb chop yeah what, what about lamb chop? i can't wait to hear this story now you're bringing up sherry so, lewis go ahead man so i loved lamb chops play along i, I used to love watching that show and uh, at the end, Sherry Lewis would sing, you know, this is the song that doesn't end. And keeps going on and on, my friends. Yep. Just when you start singing, you don't know what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever. Just because this is a this song, is a song that never ends. <laughs> keeps going on and on. Yeah, good old. Go ahead. So, what, what, so tell me this, the story. So, good. so yeah. that reminds me of this this 24 seven segment with yes, these four people. Yes. Yes. It's yep. just a, it, like 
this this whole angle like it's been going on forever and i just don't see an end game to this i can see for some odd reason in six months it'll just be the 24 7 segment that just doesn't end it'll be the four and our truth somehow in this again and it just is never gonna go away Vince. well do i i mean i i'm i'm assuming we got to go on honeymoons next week right oh we got to go to the honeymoon and then who's hiding in the who's hiding in the little wheelie cart to get a pin like come on man you know who it is bro you know who's hiding in there right toots toots Bro, this this is just this is just so bad. I I love the people too, bro. I I love because I get this all the time. I say this show is bitter, Chris, because I, I I say this show is bad because I'm bitter that they won't hire me. I, I get that all the time. I'm like, bro, like, are, are you are you serious? Like, are are, are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> Big booze for that one. Yeah. It just, oh, uh, man alive. Man alive. Yes. Yes, indeed, man. Let's uh let's go on. Um we get the MVP with Omos uh earlier today segment, and then that somehow turns into you know Bobby Lashley going to bike to Bobby Lashley with his promo. I, I say this, I say this again. I don't mind Bobby Lashley being a baby face. Uh, I think it was a, I think it was a good heel with MVP, uh, but I don't mind him being a babyface. We've seen him on both sides, both in WWE and Impact. But just as a babyface, cutting those promos, man, I, I I'm just ah, it, it just it really diminishes his character as a babyface, man. Less is more with him when it comes to being a babyface, and I would really spend much less time with him on the mic as a babyface. Bro, he's not, he's not really, he's not, he's not cut out to be a baby face. He, he's, he's really not. I, I mean, he's just not. There, there, there are some people that they just can't, they just can't be a baby face. I, I mean, they just, I think he's one of those people. And bro, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Lashley's got like a smile that lights up a room. I mean, he really does. But in, in this, in this forum bro he he's just meant to be a heel man he's got he's got to be the heel that the baby face like you just don't think can beat him Mm -hmm. they tried to do that when he was champ and so you know he he had a really good heel run it's just that i've uh, like when he was a baby face back in like 2005 six seven the uh the the wrestlemania match with you know him trump in his yeah. corner against I, didn't see, I didn't i didn't see any of that it was pretty good time. actually i mean yeah. he, he he was a good baby face back then you know u.s championship you know back in the mid 2000s it's pretty good um he was just more of a you know shoots it was you know he was a big brawly wrestler like athletic guy he didn't really he, he, he was a bit vanilla um but the fans clung on to him because he was just kind of a powerhouse type of deal. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, there you know, fans like those powerhouse type of baby faces. Like Ahmed Johnson was a huge baby face, you know, yeah. back in your day. He was that Pearl River powerhouse, right? The fans loved Ahmed Johnson because he had that powerhouse type of um, uh, type of uh, baby face, you know, feel to him. Keith Lee, people like Keith Lee. I mean, his booking is not very good, but in NXT, 
he was a powerhouse babyface, and people loved him. So yeah. people are cling, clinging, keep people clinging to that. Um, but at the same time, though, how we saw him as a heel with MVP, it was pretty good. I did think it has had a shelf life to it because they were kind of microwaving him and, and, and pushing him and, and giving him opportunities without much storyline. They were just not really going anywhere with this character. Uh, and that's the problem. What I see a lot, Vince, with with a lot of these wrestlers, they have to have microwave angles because they're because the 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 intrigue is in a very short angle and then we get a bunch of pops and spots and their character doesn't sustain the angle yeah. does that make sense like it, it just Absolutely. doesn't it doesn't sustain the angle yeah peter ron simmons well yeah great great example ron simmons another powerhouse baby face um that, that you know people cling to him and and lastly has that opportunity uh junkyard dog is another one you know the the, the powerhouse baby face um stands the text of time tony atlas is another one and i think if you have a character that is um uh, is sustainable for that and is built right you can still have that powerhouse babyface effect but not if the storylines and angles don't connect with it and and with lashley he's not giving stuff to connect you know as that powerhouse baby I mean, bro, you you know, you bro, listen, the only vignettes we are seeing is when people are stating the obvious. Mm-hmm. Vignettes is where you build characters, bro. You know, I I I can sit here and reel off so many Val Venus was mm-hmm. trying to pick up every girl in the back and we were driving that home. And then when he messed with the wrong girl, you know, Shamrocks, you know. But, bro, come on. We, we, we still talk about DiBiase kicking up the basketball. Yep. That's the building of characters, bro. Mm-hmm. They don't do it anymore. You put a mic in front of somebody in the back and they state the obvious. That's it. There's no if, – bro, if we go down every vignette today, uh, Rhea Ripley in the back, Seth Rollins in the back, uh, AJ Styles, not one person did any character – work they all stated the obvious bro that's where the characters have to come into play amen sir amen uh next we have uh the cody rhodes and kevin owens uh, spot um kevin owens walks out and cody rhodes wins by count out and this was weird to me because Rollins pushes Cody off the top ropes, and there was a hard cutoff for me. Was it the same for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were out of time. I think. Yeah, I mean, they were out of time. But yeah. do you think that they? Do you think that they? Uh, that was on accident. They, they yeah, just, uh, yeah, they yeah. They, I don't think. I don't think they were supposed to go off the air that way. Uh, you know, very, very interesting. I wonder how they're going to tie that into to next week. I just don't understand, bro. Like, and and this is what I'm saying about Vince McMahon being desperate. This is what I mean, bro. The top guy just comes over from AEW, and he's in your main event. Mm-hmm. The top guy from another company. So that that tells me, well, that guy was better than everybody else on your roster. If he just comes, so then not only is he in the main event. 
he he goes over. I mean, the only thing they didn't do was pin Owens because I mean, you know, the, you know, the, at that point they smartened up, saying, "Oh well, bro, the AEW guy came in, he's going over over every every single one of our guys every week. We can't do that, so we'll do a countout." So we sat there for a fifteen minute match to get a countout. And and why am I wa- and I'm watching next week? Why? So I could see another Cody Seth promo. Is is that? And that's why I'm probably what's going to happen week? next week. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, they'll open up the show with a promo, bro, yep. because you you screwed. Like that's probably what's going to how it's going to end up. That's probably how it's going to uh, end. And uh, and Seth beat. Week. I mean, Cody beat Seth at WrestleMania, and I care to watch the rematch. Why? Didn't he and that beat, match was like 25 minutes. Yeah. yeah didn't, he, didn't he beat him already? So uh, what? I, that wasn't enough for me? I got to see him beat him again? Okay. There's no stipulation to it, though. I mean, it's like it's the same. Like the angle of this, Vince, is, oh, you were Vince's hand-picked opponent last time. You caught me off guard. Let's do it another time. Like that's the angle, Vince. Like yeah, that. That's the angle. That's what's it. the buy-in with that? Oh, okay. Yeah, man, I'm really excited. I already saw this. I already saw a 25-minute match at WrestleMania. There's no angle. There's no character building here. The bro, buy-in is let's do it again because you caught me off guard. Bro, we said this. We we said this building up to WrestleMania, which was so lackluster. So lackluster. We said. Where are they going to go after this? There was nowhere to go. The only place they went, bro, is Cody jumped. So now we're gonna we're gonna overexpose Cody and 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 book the crap out of Cody to nauseum because he's the shiny new toy, and there's nothing else. There is nothing. What what else do you have, bro? There's nothing. Brock's home. What what? Becky's home. What else do we have, guys? Yeah. We have Cyan DeVille against a Bianca Belair who gets retribution by wearing heels and a very nice outfit and long, big earrings. That's what we get. We get uh, a lie detector test of is Ezekiel Elias or is he not? We get a blue chair world order segment and we get a uh, incredibly uh, telegraphed from a mile away heel turn for Rhea Ripley. That's what we get. That's what we get for Raw. That's what we get for Raw, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we get for Raw. <laughs> That's what we get for Raw. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. All right. But we know what we did get, though. We also got. Toots Mott, ladies and gentlemen. We got Toots Mott. We got Toots Mott. I don't know about the brand, my man. You know what else we got? I don't know about the You know what, what else we got? we got? What we got, Vince? Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Yeah! Very Do nice. some love, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Sherry Lewis, Lamb Chop's play along, ladies and yes. gentlemen. The song that doesn't end. You know what else I don't we know got? About the- who else, you know, we, got, else we got? Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. Yes. Yes. Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. Yes. Nice. Channel attitude. Bro, listen, I promise you. 
I promise you, if you come over to channelattitude.com, I promise you, you will not get your intelligence insulted every single week. We will challenge you, bro, to think outside of the box. Uh, we will talk about the business of the business, and you will get a little bit of an education. We will not insult you guys. Check that out. Channelattitude.com. Yes, yes. Uh, go to my site, tootsmont.com. <laughs> Tootsmont, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, man. I, I had more fun putting Tootsmont yes. over tonight than talking about Raw. Tootsmont so. was more over tonight than anybody on the show, yes, far indeed. and away, man. Yes, far and yeah. away. Tootsmont over more than anybody on yes. the, the entire Raw show. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is Vince Russo. Uh, I'm Dr. Chris. Uh, go to channelattitude.com. Go to tootsmont.com. And have a, <laughs> <laughs> have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so long, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night.